Hello, wonderful people, and welcome to my podcast, Life is Pretty Strange. So today is a such an exciting podcast, and I hope you listen to all of it because it's such important. And I'm talking to my friend Ollie on here, who I've known since I think like seven, year one. I've known her since, and she's lived in so many different places, such as Kenya, Spain, Jordan, and she's gone and experienced so many things and so much important like life experiences. And she just wants to talk about it and explain it to you all. And then afterwards, we seem to have a little chat about school and stuff. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. This episode is really special to me and I enjoyed filming it so much. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy. (laughs) Hi, so I'm with Ollie. Hello. And we were friends in like primary school. We're still friends now, but we made friends in primary school. Yeah, I just got... And, in, like, year three or something was the first time we met. I think it was year one. Oh, my God, wait, it was that long ago. Jesus... Yeah, I wasn't even living here in year three. So, yeah, it was in year one. That's what? mental. Yeah, I mean... When did you leave? I left in, like, the end of year two. Because I remember I left the same year that Lawrence left, and now Lawrence and I are in the same really? school. So, like... Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Because you came back from your cruise and you were very confused. Yeah, I walked in I just looked at you and was like, who are you? Because you came. Because I was gone for three months. I was gone for a whole term because I was on a world cruise. That that sounds so fun, not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that we got to see so many different cultures and we got to see, like, so many things. But because I was so young, I can barely remember it. But the problem... Well, I see all the photos and it sort of brings a bit back. But, like... Nowadays, I wouldn't be able to have a like three like three months off school because GCSEs and stuff. So year one, yeah, because it was so little, it was kind of fine taking that time off school. Whereas now, it wouldn't be yeah. okay. Did you do like online school whilst you were homeschooling, or did you literally just take three months off and not do anything? I mean, I think we did like maths with my dad and like spelling and stuff, but yeah year one isn't that like yeah we were like five or six so we were like really little so i remember i think i'm allowed to say their names because i'm not speaking bad about them but i remember it's only if you speak bad about someone you can't say their name (laughs) but um i remember Talia was my buddy and then you went over and talked to her and i was wondering what you were talking about and then she just introduced me and then we're friends you know yeah, now we're all like still sort of in contact yeah. and touch, which is we try really cool. to. We're not as in contact as we used to be, but no, I feel like I've drifted from a load of people from primary school, but I still see Lawrence and I still kind of talk to Talia and everybody, so it's quite nice yeah, that I'm... we can still like all talk to each other. So I remember when you came back from, I think I don't know where you went. Did you live in Spain for a bit or somewhere like that? So I lived in Jordan for the first two years, which was year three and four then Kenya for year five and six, then Spain for year seven and half of year eight. Then I moved back here. That's when you came back and we went to your old house. And it was proper trashed. Oh, my God. Was that Coniston Place? Like, yeah. The one in... Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, like, all the I people... I walk past that, like, all the time. Yeah, because the people who've been living there, I'm not going to give names, obviously, but we've been renting it out and... 
they just hadn't taken care of it at all. They were kept on. They were saying there were foxes in the garden, trying oh. to. It was just a whole load of rubbish, and we were just like, you know what? We may as well just sell it now because these people, they're not oh, worth not. the time. Yeah. So you lived there for a bit, and then you moved. Um, I so... love how you just exposed your road name, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's my. We don't oh. live there anymore, anyway. Yeah, it's fine. We've moved. And nobody will probably find it. It's literally in, like, it's just it's just there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't live there anymore. I live, I still live in, like, the same oh. area, but obviously just a different part. Different place. Yeah. But um, it's <clears throat> nice to talk about what life was like in the other countries you lived in, because I'm sure most people that I know would not have been to as much places as you've been. Like, you've gone to so many places. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I remember when I moved back here and everybody, like, people were like, oh my gosh, Jordan's, like, people didn't know that Jordan was even a country. And obviously that's completely fine. I didn't until I moved there either. But it's just, like, um, people kind of are uneducated. Like, the school systems don't really teach us about different cultures. Like, they do, but not really in depth. depth. Yeah, exactly. So, um. It's good that I could sort of like most of my best mates I um, know quite a lot about different cultures and different places now because of me, which I think is good. What made you like go to Jordan out of all the places? <clears throat> like, um, there are. I think it's because my dad, my mum were looking for us to move so that they could like, um, well, show us different cultures, different places. And their original plan wasn't for us to move loads, it was for us to like stay in one place and go to secondary yeah. school there so when my dad got offered a job in Jordan they were like oh let's go but then obviously it didn't work out was he a teacher yeah or he's he um job? he was a teacher back then he's been a teacher for just over a decade now so wow. he was still doing math teaching and he worked for the school I went to so I remember he was our form teacher at our school yeah oh. he, he does miss like Charlotte as well was in your tutor and he does like I'll get snapchats from you or I'll get snapchats from someone in his form I remember and I'll be like oh I felt so famous because I knew him it was so awkward though because I knew he knew me but he, yeah you know when you know someone but you yeah have, like, you like know them yeah you just have to pretend you're just like yeah I don't know who that is into loads of like when I was younger we used to go to your house and stuff, and it's just weird having him as a teacher. Yeah, parties, all of that, and then you're just like, oh, wait, he's not, like, my mate's dad anymore. He's my form tutor. But he wasn't there for that long whilst I was there. Yeah, he was only a sub, but now he works in, like, um, a city near us, like, Peterborough. So, yeah. That's lit. Um, I was going to ask you something. I was going to ask you what... Yeah, I was going to ask you what life was like in... What was I gonna say? Did you live in Kenya? Yeah, Kenya yeah. was after Jordan, so that's where we moved after Jordan. Is it diff- Is it lots different to living here? Well, they're both quite different, but in different ways. Um, I mean, Kenya was like amazing because it was like so like it was something I'd never really seen before. But um, we moved house quite a lot there. And we lived right next to National Park. So when people, like, meet me, they're like, oh, did you see monkeys and stuff? And it was like, yeah, like... That's so cool. Mo- 
yeah because you couldn't stop the monkeys from leaving the national park so we would genuinely get wild like monkeys in our house like they wow. broke into our living room once really and stole yeah stole fruit from my mum's fruit bowl and i'd love to live with like so many different animals and stuff it's I mean, it was just, at some times, it was quite scary. Like, I remember when we were put into lockdown because on um, two roads away from us, it was, I think it was Maasai Road or something, there was, like, a lion that had escaped. Oh, my days. I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. We had a dog. We had Bertie at the time. Well, we still do. But we had just got him. Oh. So, yeah, it I'm, was really weird. I would have been so scared if there was a lion blowing two roads down. I guess that's just normal, kind of normal for them. Yeah, I think it was more of the... Because people were just like, we weren't as scared. Like, we kind of got... Like, my family and I, we got used to seeing stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm, like, completely fine with most animals now, which I'm quite thankful for. Um, like, that's something that I took from the experience. But, yeah, it must be not... Well, as well, you see the real, like, reality of some conditions i don't know if you've seen some conditions that people live in in different Um, countries yeah in jordan it wasn't that bad obviously we were quite near to syria which was at war but in jordan the main problem was sexism one of the um i was in year three at the time and i can't really remember but the whole thing that happened was i had to be homeschooled for the whole of year four because when i went to the school like I got slapped around the face my glasses were broken by a boy that's horrible yeah I went inside and told one of the teachers and she was like oh I can't do anything about it what and I was like why she was like because you're a girl and his parents won't care because that was kind of the reality there that's crazy so because here if that happened like you'd be punished yeah there'd be uproar literally um their parents would be going mental I'm sure the boy's parents wouldn't be happy but it was just the reality mm-hmm. back there, which was which is sad. It's but sad that not much you can. Yeah, it's a sad reality. But yeah, it was beautiful there though. We were right next to the sea, and yeah, oh. don't get me wrong, it was a lovely, lovely experience. Yeah, those positives as well was like. like yeah, like I got to go like diving and stuff there, like nice, like seeing turtles. I saw a whale shark when I was there. A whale shark? I've never heard yeah. of a whale shark. It's like, you know those things, that they're kind of spotty. I'm not really sure how to describe them. It's a massive whale, but it's a massive shark, basically, but they're not harmful. They're more like whales. Mm, but, I was yeah. going to say, if it was an actual shark, I would have, like, proper ran away. Yeah, but it was it was really cool being there because I got to see loads of animals. But, you know, Kenya was really the place for animals if we were... Which was your favourite place that you have lived out of all of them? Um, I think all of them were good in their their own way, but I think Kenya, just because it's so mental, the fact that I can say I didn't just go and visit there, but the fact that it was my home for a lot of, like, a while. So I think it would be Kenya, just because it's still mental to me that I even lived there. Plus, I'd love to do that with my kids, like just go different places because like just kind of you don't learn all of it in school like you don't you only learn about the country some countries like Spain and France and you never learn about the ones like Africa and stuff and to yeah yeah like yeah definitely because um 
Kenya, you got to see like real life experiences. I remember them having to do lockdowns and teaching us how to protect ourselves in like terrorist attacks and things like wow. that. It's not something that you can like teach people. It is really about experience. You have to be there. Yeah, it is totally like that. And the fact that I got to experience it at a young age, it sort of stuck with me. Like it's it's bad experiences, obviously, but it's like good that I got to see it and understand what people go through and make you more grateful kind of as well yeah I'm definitely more grateful for what I have nowadays knowing that because we lived right next to Kibera which is one of the biggest um like shanty towns in like the whole of Africa and like the fact that we lived right next to it we could see it from our school is like absolutely mental because it's like looking there like I remember once we were driving on the road to go on holiday at a lake that's near us and there was a man who we thought was asleep by the side of the road but two days later he was still in the exact same place and it's just like that's the reality really? people do die on the side of the street from illness that's so scary. From... yeah but it was just the reality there. Child. yeah and it was just the reality which is really sad but it it's the way of life without sounding I like guess... horrible it is the way of life yeah. The people that live there are probably not as shocked as people like me and you who aren't from there. Yeah, I think it was, well, it is one of their daily realities, what happened there, because they didn't have a choice. Like, they didn't exactly want to be in that place. So, mm. yeah, it was just one of their realities. Do you like, I know, because people are like, I don't know if they have phones there or anything, but have you been able to, like, keep friends from those countries that you visited or do they not have any, like, ways of contacting you? From- um, I mean, I was quite lucky because I went to a private school there, which was one of the best private schools in Nairobi. And obviously private schools, you have to pay for it. So a lot of the kids there were very wealthy. Like, oh, so okay. I have, I am in contact. I text my friend Kelvin, who I went to school with, pretty much every day we're quite close um yeah and I went to school with him and yeah most of the kids who went there though they were they were like very lucky most of them English was their first language they they were all really smart really lovely people so I learned about Nairobi I remember I learned about that place in geography yeah Nairobi yeah yeah that's where I used to live in Kenya because I saw on the, when we learned about it, there was, like, these slums one side of the, like, what's it called? Either country or city. And then there was this really wealthy area, the other side. Oh, that's probably Mombasa and then Nairobi. They're, like, yeah. Mombasa's, like, the side by the beach. And it's, like, nine hours away from Nairobi. We always used to drive it because we had a dog. Really? We didn't want to go in a plane. And, um... We always used to stay in Mombasa and it was beautiful. Like the sand was literally white. It was like, it was such a gorgeous place to go on holiday. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I say, I, there were so many monkeys there and um, there were lots of dolphins in the sea as well. We used to go out and watch the dolphins. Nice. Yeah. So it was really beautiful down there. Um, I don't know what I was going to ask now. Is there anything you wanted to like talk about that you wanted like oh my days I was tripped over something then anything you wanted to talk about to anyone about your experiences 
Um, I mean, really, it was just like people do need to realize how lucky they are because I hear children every day, well, not children, but people our age mainly nowadays sort of say, Oh my gosh, I hate my parents. Like, oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't do this to me. They don't do this to me. They didn't let me have my boyfriend stay over and stuff. And it's just like, some of like, I'm so lucky for what I have, but I know so many people who really like they get 15 pounds pocket money a week they've got like and that's not everything like obviously money isn't everything but they're like very very lucky and people aren't as lucky as they realize and it's just would be nice if people realize that there are bigger things happening it is so annoying because you like especially at school I don't know about you but at school everyone's like moaning about little things that just yeah when you put perspective compared to like like as I said you said like in that country people lie dead on the streets and for example in other countries wars and stuff there's far more other things to be worrying about instead of yeah yeah it is really our generation I feel like quite um we've had phones since we were about 10 and we've all like grown up and we've had uh, like most of our lives we've been quite sheltered and we've gone on holiday to like nice countries and everything but we have been quite mm-hmm. sheltered which lucky. is yeah we are all very lucky um obviously corona's hit now which I think is showing a lot of us that there is a bigger picture but mm, definitely because yeah. oh it's just you need to like I try and you obviously you have those moments where you I don't know even know what I'm talking about when you feel upset like and get annoyed and just say things you don't mean but I guess you just need to adverts on the tv and it just that one minute video just shows you how yeah it makes me cry sometimes because honestly yeah it's just yeah it's really sad what some people don't do what kids are going through and then there's us moaning about like um I didn't get pocket money this week (laughs) I know because I heard someone at school that was like, oh, I asked for this for Christmas and I didn't get it. And I'm just like, honestly. Yeah, and it's just, well, there I'm is a big, much bigger picture than what I think lots of people realise. And it's kind of sad that that's the expectation nowadays where, like, we, we all get what we kind of want um, instead of what we need. Yeah, definitely. And also in schools, like you said, I think they should definitely look at teaching about situations like you've gone and seen. Like, obviously, it's not the same as direct experience, but obviously, some people can't go and travel, so they kind of need to. Yeah, I think extend it. Yeah, I think the what school, I mean. like other school systems, companies. they do the best that they can, obviously, and I'm pleased that they do. But just showing us a documentary and sitting us in front of another screen isn't going to do much they should like get people in to talk about experiences like I know so many people I've got people like in my family like extended family and friends parents who like grew up and didn't have very much whether that's in England or in other foreign countries and if schools did get those type of people in to talk about it and make it seem more real then I think people will realize that it is real it is a reality and yeah definitely 
But I didn't mention also. Yeah, I have. Um, uh, Ollie's also a twin. Lauren, I don't know well. where she is. She's probably walking a dog. But um, yeah, Lauren and I kind of went through it all together. <laughs> yeah. So I remember you both, you both were the same, but you like were the exact yeah, with really personality. No, we still, um, I don't know if you're still the same. Like completely different to mine. What she dresses like is completely different to me. We have completely. I guess that's kind of good. Though, yeah, I think people think own... being a twin is our own personality trait, when in reality, we both hang out with completely different people and have completely different styles, thoughts. Like, we do have different minds. We're not just one person, which I think a lot of people think. Also, I'm sorry if it seems like I'm cutting you off sometimes. It's just that when you can't see the person's No, I get... So yeah, so I've been doing that a lot because I don't know whether you're going to stop or like what's going on but yeah I apologize as well <laughs> yeah but um yeah I was because you're a twin as well like I wondered if you had anything to say about that as well so but people seem to think that twins are literally attached to each other but most of the time they're literally just like other people who want to yeah people always say to me, oh what's it like being a twin and it's like I have no idea what it's like not to be a twin. So, like, how do you expect me to answer that question? Like, that's like saying, so what's it like to be a daughter or to be a son? Like, I have no idea what it's like not to be. So, um, yeah. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, I've always wanted to be a twin, though. Like, I, I know for you it's just normal, but for me I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool to have someone like the same age as me yeah I think like, a lot of people do think that and my mum always says to me like oh you've got a best friend who's always with you and it's like yeah but that's the point they're always with me and I'm always like you get compared when you're siblings like anyway but when you're twins it's like teachers yeah. compare you your parents compare you your friends compare you and it's also quite hard because I've got mm. friends who like my best mate he absolutely like for want of a better word he hates my sister so it's like yeah and really? he has no reason to he just does not like her whatsoever and she doesn't like him so it's really hard to keep relationships like with people yeah, yeah it must it be awkward. it's quite annoying actually like can they just get on especially if he like comes over and, yeah like, she's there but as we've, well. we've managed to sort it out because i really dislike her best mate as well but I think that just goes to, like, represent that just because we're twins doesn't mean everything about us is the same. Because even when you were younger, you were not, like... There's some twins, I must admit, that literally dress the same, speak the same. And I actually... Not to be no, I saying, that yeah. kind of creepy, because even though you look the same, like... You're well, my nan, people. when she found out that me and, like, my mum was having twins, she went absolutely mental because she was like, oh, my gosh, there's going to be twins, there's going to be two of them. <laughs> and my mum used to drop us off at my nan's house. And then an hour later, she'd come back and we'd already be dressed up exactly the same in new matching outfits. So, um, <laughs> like, in some, oh, like so when you're funny. a kid, I think it's kind of cute, dress the same and stuff. But when you get older, I feel like it's time to get a new personality trait by that point. Yeah, I actually miss you so much though because 
It was so yeah, fun. primary school primary was school. good. Like, yeah, it's primary school was much. a good day. It's like all we had to worry about was tadpoles and crests. And now it's like we are in secondary school. GCSE is coming up, and it's Big massive. Because we go to different schools as well, so that's why. Yeah, it's hard to see each hard, other. Like... And, like even though we live close, it's not easy to meet up because obviously Corona, and. Mm. Well, yeah, it's Especially sort of put a stop in all of the work. It's been like a year, like we were saying um, earlier, it's been like a year since we've seen each other, which is... It came up in my memories, actually. Oh, my gosh. I probably missed it. That sucks. It was literally just before Corona started. Oh, my gosh, no, it must have been. It was literally, I like, think it, it was, was really January. My hair was dyed stupid colours. But, um, yeah, so it wasn't even that long ago, but it feels like... Think of forever ago. It does. Because I remember we went to town and I literally called my mum and I was like, please let me. And the thing is, she said no, but then I think it was like the... Yeah, I remember you dyed your hair a few weeks weeks after after we met up because you were like, I I want to dye my hair now that you've dyed it. You were like, you've inspired me to actually ask my mum because you've been wanting to for a while. But, um... Yeah. I didn't think she let me, but I've literally dyed my hair like three times now. Like I've dyed it now, and it's not—it's more of a natural color because I generally thought we were going back to school, so I could dyed it red again. Um, but... My hair's turned like purple in places now. It's gone like a lilac color from, yeah. But I really want to really? temporary dye it red whilst I'm not at school because at my school, it's really strict and you're only allowed brown, blonde, or black hair. Like you're not allowed to dye it any colors. It's because it's like yeah, private, but isn't they're it? just strict so, because like they're quite old fashioned like that. Like our skirts have to be below our knees at all times, and like we have purple, like we look like bloody licorice sweets because of the blazers we have to wear. <laughs> Your skirts are literally like no, the they're just quite disgusting. Funny, and um, <laughs> the thing is, we're not meant to wear them above our knees but people roll them up and like they tell them to take them down at the gate and literally people yeah i remember when i went to um, the school i went to before convulsion which was um a public school not that it matters but we used to do that all the time um but at convulsion they're just way too long to be able to roll them up enough yeah i've seen them they're literally like so long like ours aren't even that long but yours are they're just ridiculous i understand that they want us to like all sort of be the same and everything but then at the same time they're like oh but you've got to be individual and be creative so that you can get like that job that you want and stuff it's like then let (laughs) us be individual instead of making us all literally look like clones of each other absolutely ridiculous because i saw on I searched up your school name, and on the news, it's all these, like, adult men teachers. Oh, my gosh, I've not seen that. That is so funny. Wouldn't it be so funny? You search up on the news, it says a man's been... Oh, my gosh, why did I not know that? That was probably before I arrived then. I'm hoping it was before I arrived. But, um... (laughs) Is your school... Sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying I've never seen that before, but I'll have to look into that. That's quite funny. Do. Yeah, please. Or do. I'll send it to you. But I think it was World Bank. But um, is your school now now that it's private much different to? I don't know if you've been. Yeah, to I went to the Ibo and I went to one in Spain. Oh yeah, I remember. 
Is it much different? I think it's is it just really the different? discipline's quite different because there's so many more students at a public school, like, typically. But, like, there's normally about 30 to a class. Mm-hmm. But then at my school, there's about 14. Like, there's six students in my Spanish class. Really? Um, wow. So like, I think yeah. it's just different in, like, the way the teachers discipline us because they can. There's not, like like loads of students there's not that many students in the classroom for them to keep an eye on because i've always worn like fantasized about going because your school looks amazing but it's also it's like especially have you have to buy yeah we have iPad. to and i remember when school, i i you? cracked my ipad um last it was in the summer during lockdown because i remember i cracked it the same day i went to see my friend for the first time in a few months and um <laughs> When I brought it back to school in September, all of the teachers were like, you need to get that fixed. I was like, wait, are you paying for it then? Like, are you going to pay for me to get it fixed? Because it was, it was shattered. And all of the teachers were like, oh, you need to get that fixed. And it was like, okay, well. Really? I just find it crazy how they make you buy an iPad. Like, they don't buy themselves. Not like they've got yeah, enough money Yeah, I think ready. it's just because it's one of the... Because we obviously one. have to take entrance exams to get in and we have to... Even if we got a hundred percent in all of our entrance exams, we have to do well in our interview with the head teacher, with the headmaster. Because someone told me that apparently, like some people literally did, like got I don't even remember what it was, but they did really bad in their entrance exams, um, but they still got in. I know people who have been, like I've got friends whose brother didn't get in because they failed their entrance exams, but. I think some people retake the exams. Um, do you, if, if people have like connections to the school, like do, if their parents work for the school or if they like are associated with the school? They well, might the thing is, if like, you went to maybe... the prep school, which is like the primary school, you didn't have to take an entrance exams to get in. So they were already quite biased with, really? oh, if you've been paying the money since they were a kid. Like you can, you'll get in, sort of thing. Because I have a friend who's um, who didn't have yeah. an entrance exam, and her and her brother got straight in. But um, with me, it was like wow. a few months where I had to study lots, and I put lots of work into going in. And then when I had the interview, I was sat opposite my head teacher, and he was like, "What subjects don't you like?" I said history because, in my opinion, it's quite pointless. I don't take anything from it. And then when I actually got into the school, I realised he was head of history and he was a history teacher. And it's just like, really? I was so, oh. like, who even says that in an interview? I was probably just freaking out, but. And it should be yeah, honest, I, say, I but, guess. Um, yeah, I got in. I did really well in my English and my science. And because there are four entrance exams to get in, there's um, the sciences all combined together. English, math, and verbal reasoning. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like word puzzles, but like difficult ones. And I remember it's it's quite hard. You don't learn it typically, but you still have to pass the exam. It's like problem solving, but it's it's quite difficult. And I was just like, why do we have to do this? But yeah, I would love to just. Even though I probably wouldn't ever go, I'd love to just take the exam to see yeah. if I would. I mean, I, I know mean, people, like, my see. friend Daniel, he's probably one of the smartest people I know. And I met him on the day of the entrance exams. We've been really close ever since. Um, 
and he did amazingly nice. in his entrance exams. But um, there's like so many circumstances where I know, because obviously you can get a scholarship into Kim Bolton, and some of my friends are scholars, and they're so yeah. ridiculously smart. It is, it's ridiculous. Like some of my mates are just so clever. To get in, like a scholarship, can you get like a full scholarship where all of it? But don't you have to pay? You have to pay for the uniform and the iPad anyway. So that's still like for an average person. It was lots of money for us. Like we did this expensive school to go to, and the bus fees are ridiculously expensive because I have to get the bus because it's a fifty-minute bus journey. Yeah, and then there's two of us and the iPads and. It is ridiculous because we have to get um the games kit, uh, which is like PE, but we have PE and we have games. Yeah. And um we have to buy a hockey stick. You have to have trade like all of the, yeah we have to buy really? the hockey stick. As well with those fees. Yeah, you thought it'd be I think included. it was just more like, oh, if you get in, you get in. Like you do have to sacrifice because our school days. I don't get home until about half past five. Because um the bus takes an hour, oh. and school finishes about four twenty. But we get long holidays. Oh. We get about yeah, we break off about yeah, three weeks before you this term, which is like a bit of a flex. But um, it just means that everything adds up. Like that, you have shorter school days, and we have longer school days, and you have shorter holidays, and we have longer holidays. When's your half term? Do you have half term next week as well? Um, I think we break up on Friday for half term. Okay, and do you have a one week half term? My dad had two weeks once. He works at a private school and he had two week half term. And I was like, that is ridiculous. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I was very jealous that time as well. But yeah, that sounds so good. Oh, like, yeah, I remember I did the taster days in Kimbolton. They do taster days. And everyone, I did the English and history ones. And they were, like, talking about this, what's her name? King, King Henry's Henry. wife no, living, in, yeah. our, living in the Henry. castle, yeah. She lived in our school. Well, I'm she, so scared. Everybody says it's something. haunted so because scared. she did die there. She died in Mr. Bell, well, our headmaster died in his office which was her bedroom back then but um oh. i'll be so scared to be a head teacher there well, he lives on the ground my office. that's the thing he has a house on he has a house in he the ground like he doesn't live in his office but he has like a really lovely house which is included in being headmaster i don't want to gossip he must he's be well he's like but he's got a son who also works at the school only in this so, massive um, castle Oh, they must be loaded. But do private school do private school teachers get paid more than like? I don't know. I think think it depends because I don't really like talk to my dad, but because he's worked in both, I don't really talk to him about money. But um, I'm not completely sure. I think it does depend on what you do, what your role is in a school. Because I guess if you're a head teacher, you you must get more money off a private school because everyone pays yeah, to go if there. If you think about it, like the government pay head teachers for public schools, but then um, private schools fund themselves. So 
That is quite cool. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's kind of confusing. I don't really understand how it all works, but you know. Is it good in like online school? Is it good quality? Um, well, because we average? have the iPads, it's expected for us to be at every single team's meeting. Oh, yeah, well, you don't I've have an excuse, do you? Terms. Um, I've just said really? stuff like my how? iPad's broken, but we've got a new rule, which is if you don't turn your camera on, we're gonna turn it on for you. Um, so we have, unless we have a reason, oh, we have to have our camera turned on. We don't like. I think the rule is we're not allowed them on because then it'll make people might feel. I think it is quite uncomfortable. It. Like my Spanish teacher, as soon as I joined, she's like, "All of you need your cameras turned on." It's like some of us don't want to, but we have to have a, a genuine reason why we can't. That's great. Because some people might feel like really anxious about turning. Yeah, on. I think quite a few people and, are like that. Yeah, like. So this is a bit deep, but some people might have like problems going at home, and they don't want like. Yeah, I think you just have to email the school, or you'd manage to figure it out. But luckily, I'm just joined, and I turn my camera on. I'm quite lucky with that. That's good. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm not even tired. I'm saying I'm tired, but you know when you. I'm not gonna go to sleep. I don't go to sleep till. Like, yeah, I fall. I go to hours. bed early and fall asleep but... late. Yeah. Yeah, I get mean, in oh, bed early and then I fall asleep fall way. Asleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I do that. I just either scroll through TikTok, Snapchat, or watch a pro. Oh, I just listen to music like literally the whole night. I'm, yeah, I usually watch my programme and then just Snapchat people. But that's yeah. quite relaxing, actually. Well, it depends yeah, on the music it is, to be quite honest. So that was today's episode. Um, I'm sorry if it seemed like I was cutting over. Trust me, I'm not that rude. It's just really hard when you you can't see their face. You can't tell whether you're talking over someone or not. So I'm sorry if you couldn't hear everything properly or stuff. But I'm going to leave it here now because it's quite a long episode. But I hope you enjoyed our little chat. Mm-hmm.